welcome to episode 21 of Not Just Yoga. I'm recording this just after Christmas, you know, that weird time between Christmas and New Year when no one's really sure what day it is. Um, this time, many years ago, I took Mark to Bavaria to visit Neuschwanstein Castle. Well, I always thought it was Neuschwanstein. Uh, I did look up the correct pronunciation now. I say took, but I also really wanted to go. I booked it to celebrate getting my first permanent teaching job. That's how long ago it was. I sorted the flight, the accommodation. I didn't realise how far from the airport the hotel actually was. 96 miles, in case you're wondering. But a combination of trains got us there in the end. We've also visited Prague in between Christmas and New Year. My mum had taken me there when I was about 21, I think. But Mark hadn't been before. Of course, this was when we were both teachers and didn't have a dog and going away, you know, didn't really think twice about it. Anyway, there's more to this episode than just me telling you where I've been on holiday. Keeping it topical with the time of year, I'm going to share with you things I've learned about Christmas and no technology is involved. So the first thing, these are in no particular order by the way, just as I wrote them down while I was remembering them. Wrapping paper was originally called gift dressing not quite the same is it doesn't quite have the same ring to it uh, the second thing 220 christmas films have been made this year that includes cinema and tv you know those tv movies that loads of people watch the third thing dean kane has starred in 18 christmas films so far and that's since 2001 not just this year in fact, he didn't contribute to any of the 220 made this year. For those of you that don't know Dean Kane, well, look him up. It's easier for you to look him up than me trying to explain. Number four. It wasn't until we were watching a documentary about a Christmas carol that me and Mark realised the two children, who were called Ignorance and Want, were under the robe of the ghost of Christmas present. We'd, somehow, both remembered it several times as them being with the ghost of Christmas yet to come. You know, that scary looking one um, whose head's all covered up with the hood. It was like our own little personal Mandela effect. The fifth one, I've learnt that Rudolph was originally going to be called Rollo or Reginald. And the last one, I actually like Christmas pudding. Mark started making one ages ago and I tasted the mixture. So I thought I'd give it a go. I can't believe I never used to eat it, but then again, it is said that your palate changes as you age. Now the yoga part of not just yoga, and I thought I'd do something a bit different, and the reason I thought this was because I started typing a question into Google a while ago. I wanted to see um, what it showed when asked, why is yoga so popular now? And I got as far as typing in, why is yoga? And then you know when it automatically fills it in for you? It came up as a first suggestion. Why is yoga a sin? I thought that was a bit odd. So the other recommendations were, why is yoga good for you? And why is yoga important? So because I had a bit of free time, I decided to experiment a little more. So this section is now in two parts. And for the first part... I'll just list the questions that I started to type, all using the word yoga. So any words after yoga 
are what Google suggested. And the first one, when is yoga day? And actually the International Day of Yoga is on the same day as the summer solstice, 21st of June. Where is yoga from? That makes sense. When did yoga begin? How does yoga help you lose weight? When was yoga invented? When can yoga studios reopen? That's quite a sign of the times really, isn't it? Why are yoga mats so expensive? I almost didn't want to type in why are yoga as it sounds so wrong, but at least the whole question makes sense. So those were the yoga related questions that Google finished for me. And now for the second part, I removed the word yoga. Now, if you want to skip the next few minutes, please feel free. After all, I'm not going to know, am I? And to make me sound even more geeky, I did this twice on two different dates, 10 days apart. I won't go into everything I found, but I'm more than willing to go into detail if you want to contact me to find out more. The first date was the 26th of November, and the second date was the 6th of December. And this may give you a little more understanding of the results, especially of the first question. So the first date, I got when is Halloween, when is Black Friday 2021, and when is Daylight Savings. Didn't quite like how that question was formed, but never mind. The second date, when is Black Friday 2021, when is Thanksgiving, and when is Halloween. So quite similar, really. A lot of people asking the same question. The question, where is? So the first date that I tried it on, where is my train? Where is Zur, although it's spelt X-U-R, so whether it's Zur or Xur, it's something to do with a computer game, I think. So let me know if you know more than me, which you probably will. And where is Sex Education filmed? So that's a comedy on Netflix, in case you're wondering. The second date that I typed it in, I got exactly the same results in the same order. And I just thought it was really odd. Now for the question starting, when did? The first time I tried it, when did Michael Jackson die? When did World War II end? And when did COVID start? So the second date, in this order, I got when did Michael Jackson die? When did COVID start? And when did the Titanic sink? So, you know, this question it covers celebrities, history and current affairs. And I'd just like to clarify before I carry on, I don't know how these suggestions work, whether it's on a most popular basis or most recently searched. Again, anyone who can shed some light on this, please get in touch. The question beginning, how does? So the first date that I searched gave the following results. How does Bitcoin work? How does the COVID vaccine work? And how does PayPal work? The second date that I tried this, showed Bitcoin still at the top, PayPal had moved up one place, and the third result was how does Snap Score work? And I'd got no idea what this meant, so I clicked on it, and it's to do with Snapchat. So that's beyond my understanding and beyond my interest, to be honest. The next question that starts when was, it baffled me a little, as the first two have probably been discussed countless times so that's the first two suggestions that were given and it was 
when was slavery abolished and when was Jesus born on the first date? And then they, they just switched places the second time I tried it. But the third one, for both times that I tried this, was when was running invented? I mean, how many people want or need to know the answer to this? But it brings me back to, I'm not 100% certain how these suggestions are provided. Right, the last one that I'm going to give you uh, with the top three suggestions is what is. And the first time I got what is the factional of 100, what is my IP and what is love. The second time, the first two results were the same, but then the third suggestion on the second date was what is Squid Game? And yeah, I've watched a few episodes. What? What is Squid Game indeed? So I'm going to stop there with the top three suggestions. I mean, I could go on about this for ages. I started typing a few more questions just for fun. And they yielded the following. Why is the sky blue? And why are flags at half mast? And they were both the top answers for both of the different dates. The one I saved until last is who went now, you might think I had suggestions connected to intrepid explorers or adventurous travellers. No, I'll give you all three suggestions as they were all there. All the same top three, just in a different order on both dates. Who went out of Strictly? Who went home on Dancing with the Stars? Who went home on Dancing with the Stars 2021? Just to be more specific. We basically have all the information in the world we could possibly want at our fingertips when it comes to finding these things out. Yet, are we really using the internet for such mundane things? I obviously was. I might be biased as I've never watched these shows, but really? Then again, this coming from the person who has spent far more time than necessary looking up differences between the book version and film version of Jurassic Park. Although, just as a little aside, my love of dinosaurs started way before that. There's various photos of me with model dinosaurs when I was little. I think some may have been at Drayton Manor, someone in Blackpool. I also remember going to see a dinosaur exhibition in Birmingham in the late 80s, early 90s. I think it was called Dinosaurs Alive, but I'm not 100% certain. I collected dinosaur part works magazines and each issue came with a piece of a t-rex so you could build your own all that survives to this day is the glow-in-the-dark skeleton head so yet while we're on the subject of dinosaurs one of the main things that stuck with me was when i first read the ladybird version of the lost world by sir arthur conan doyle and it was where i first came across the word plateau and I had to ask my parents what it meant but the illustration of the pterodactyl at the end was terrifying I couldn't stop looking at it and of course I've read the book again and again and even though I've read that ladybird version you know quite a few times I'm yet to actually read Jurassic Park that is going to be on my list for next year it turns out the yoga part of not just yoga was not really yoga focused at all please remember I did warn you at the start of this section that you may want to skip ahead or fast forward a really quick addition while I'm editing this. I know that it's a skull. Why on earth did I call it a skeleton head? 
Now we move on to a section that's always been in the podcast. The eyes, ears, seen and been. So the eyes, the books I've read. I chose Iceland as the place for this month's reading challenge. I listened to one as an audio book, The Hitman's Guide to House Cleaning. It's about a hitman, strangely enough, for the Croatian Mafia who ends up killing an undercover policeman and has to flee the country, sharpish. He lives in the USA, by the way, at the start of the story. At the airport, he goes on to murder a priest and then assumes his identity. And that's just the beginning. Thoroughly enjoyable book. And it's another one I wouldn't have found if it weren't for my self-imposed reading challenge. I also read The Blue Fox by Shion or Shion. It's S-J-O-N. Finding out that he has collaborated with Bjork, Bjork, again, trying to pronounce these names, not very good, it prepared me for a little bit of oddness. I'm not sure how best to explain it. It was almost like reading two different books that didn't quite fit together. And of course, books that are nothing to do with my reading challenge. Me and Mark are also continuing to work our way through the Sharp series. The ears, where to start? It's podcasts galore this month. I think it's pretty obvious as well that I've also been listening to Christmas music, so I won't be going into that. I've been trying to listen to Christmas episodes, especially history-based ones. There's a podcast called Christmas Past by Brian Earle, which has some excellent episodes. And that's also where I first found out about gift dressing and Rudolph's original name. There's also a few episodes on the History Extra podcast about Christmas feasts in the Victorian, Georgian and medieval times. I mean really if you just type in Christmas history into your podcast search loads come up. As for what I've seen dark rainy nights mean that we've gone big on telly this month. Non-Christmas related we've watched Tiger King 2 Mr Mean and Trigger Happy TV. Christmas related, oh gosh, we've seen some not very good films, including Pottersville and Santa's Sleigh, and that's Sleigh spelled S-L-A-Y, so you can imagine what that was like. We always watch at least one version of A Christmas Carol, and that doesn't include Blackadder because we watch that every year regardless. My favourite is the George C. Scott one, I think. And I think it's the one I've seen the most. Streaming services have enabled us to watch various documentaries about Charles Dickens, as well as two Christmas specials of Upstart Crow. The one they did last year, Lockdown Christmas 1603, was especially clever. We discovered what I'd call a little hidden gem of a programme, Elves. It's set in Denmark, and the six episodes... A family travel to a remote location for Christmas and the daughter, so there's the mum, the dad, the son and the daughter, and the daughter finds and brings back a baby elf to where they are staying. I mean, I've made it sound like a kids programme, it definitely isn't. There's a big electric fence to keep the elves out. It's a little dark and sinister in places, but it's one to look out for. We've also had our fill of Greg Wallace visiting Lapland, Copenhagen and Vienna, sampling the delights of Christmas markets. And that brings me nicely on to the bean part, because we went to the Birmingham Christmas market 
uh, a few weeks ago after we'd gone to Winterbourne House and Gardens. It was definitely not like the ones that Greg Wallace went to and there were far too many people but it's Birmingham so it's going to be busy isn't it? Other times have been spent in the kitchen. I've really got into making fudge just lately but the constant stirring can get a bit tedious at times although I've learned that if you stop stirring it burns so you definitely need to keep stirring. I've also made a few batches of Lebkuchen which is a type of German cookie or biscuit quite similar to gingerbread and it just tastes like Christmas. Right that brings me to the end of the podcast so it's time to go and as always if you have any ideas or questions please get in touch you can email me say yes to yoga at hotmail.com i'm on instagram at curly girl yogini and you can find my facebook page at say yes to yoga thank you so much for listening and if you haven't listened to other episodes then they have more yoga in them than this one does i'm actually going to be taking a break from the podcast although I'll still be posting videos on my YouTube channel. So once more, thanks for listening, and hopefully I'll be back at some point. Bye!